All right, and we're recording. Thanks for doing this, Louisa. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for doing this. Um, it. I'm. I'm interested in talking to you because you're. I've never talked to anybody from Germany before. Um, and uh, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. And yeah. So I grew up in Germany, and I always wanted to go to the U.S. It was always a dream for me to do a high school exchange year. But when why why was that a dream? What yeah. what about the United States that made you dream to come here? <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's always you know we watch all the American movies, mm. and it was for me it was just like an amazing like country with so many places to travel to and you know i always thought americans are like super nice and um just wow were you ever wrong <laughs> no, <laughs> no but the like also the sports and like you know the pride that americans have in the country that's it's something that's so nice and that we don't have that much in germany it's interesting that you would say the pride that we have in this country because i think a lot of people think of that as a bad thing like in certain aspects because like pride can be like if you're too prideful it almost seems like like it can be like a white supremacy type thing but i understand what you're saying it's it's important to be proud of where you come from yeah is germany a uh, germans not like that like, no like no? We, i think we're absolutely not like that which is you know we the only time we celebrate and like have off the german flag out is for the world championship in soccer you know that's it yes so wow. Other than that, we don't really celebrate Germany at all. Do so you guys don't have like a independence type day like like we, the United States? We do, but it's not it's not celebrated that way. No. No. <laughs> like, no no fireworks. No. No barbecues. <laughs> no. <laughs> like we are very you know, I think it's because of the German history that mm. it's just not that common, but it's something that's so nice here because it's so you know, always like they all it makes the events happier. I don't know. See, that seems like something you'd kind of celebrate, though, because because of their history and when things kind of change, why wouldn't they celebrate? Like, it seems like a reason to celebrate, right? Because they kind of broke free from some of the past events. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think it's because of the things that happened and maybe like being like, OK, we cannot be that proud about yeah of who we are. But um, yeah, I just think that's something that's super nice in the U.S., like always singing the national anthem before every sports game, no matter how small the game is, you know? Even yeah. I think for middle school, right? Or Yeah, I mean, literally at every sporting event um, or any kind of event, really, I just took my, my son and my daughter to uh, what's called Monster Jam. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's like where monster trucks like jump, jump, and oh, they do yeah. like wheelies and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, but at that event, they they sang the, you know, the national anthem. Oh, and yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, almost at every event where people gather together, they do it. It's interesting. It's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. But it's, it's nice. I think it's interesting too, that they like have like American flags outside of every business. Mm -hmm. Or like, at even homes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do they do that in Germany? No, no, no. Only during the world championship. <laughs> <laughs> really? That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing that we're we're like that, right? Yeah, it, I think it is. And, you know, it's just like a totally different experience to go to high school here because, you know, I didn't do it. But um, that's just so nice because we don't have high school sports like you guys have here. Like mm -hmm. our sports in Germany, um, if we want to play competitive we or want to play sport at all, we need to be part of a club. Right. 
or we need to go to a sports school, which is then like really specified. So it's kind of like an extracurricular activity. Mm -hmm. Like you're it's separate from going to school. Yeah. So kind of school is always more important. Of course, not <clears throat> everybody sets their own priorities, you know, but like mm -hmm. I feel like the system kind of is like, okay, school is more important. <laughs> I feel like that's a good thing because, I, um, you know, like here in the United States, we, I, I feel like a lot of schools put sports before education. And so I think it, in some aspects, it's really good because um, it gives children or kids a, an opportunity to like do really good in school because if they don't do good in school, then they can't play sports. But then in other schools, like they don't follow that system. They just say, okay, well, we're not going to worry about your grades and how you're doing in school. You can, no matter what, you can play sports. Mm -hmm. So I think it can be a, like a hindrance to kids as well. Yeah, like the, the one thing I think here, because then I, you know, I came here for college. So the one thing I thought then is maybe there's a lot of pressure for kids and even pressure that the parents need to put on their kids because um, maybe sports are, is the only financial like scholarship option. Mm, yeah, I think that's kind of the problem I see with that. And of course, you know, I am thankful for the education we have in Germany. Like I think it's, it's very good. Yeah. It's just, it, because it's paid by the government, right? That too, but, um, you know, it's also very, I think, you know, we have to always <laughs> study a lot, you know, like, I feel like it's, it's like, it prepares you like, yeah. for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Now, growing up in Germany, um, you said that you kind of grew up watching sports and like wanting to play sports. What sports did you want to play? What what sports caught your your attention and what sports did you consistently watch? No, like, so I didn't watch sports that much, but I always played volleyball mm. um, since, like, first grade. Um, I was always part of a volleyball club, but, you know, since it was always after school, you know, at some point there wasn't that much time for it, or I needed to um, switch clubs, so it was a little bit complicated, um, you know, but I, one girl from my latest volleyball club in Germany, um, went to the U.S. to study and combine studying and playing volleyball. And I thought, wow, that's like an awesome opportunity because I didn't do the high school year. And, you know, also Germans, a lot of Germans aspire to go to an Eng English-speaking country to learn English, which, you know, the high school year would do, like, would help with. What, what other countries would they go to to sp for, mm. you said, you mentioned um, other English-speaking <laughs> English countries. I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than the United States, what other countries would they so go to? Some people go to um, Great Britain or um, it's also common to do work and travel in Australia or New Zealand. Um, yeah, that's what a lot of people do after the high school graduation in Germany. And yeah, but for me it was like, you know, I, I thought maybe I'm not the right person to do work and travel because it's kind of, it's very like being alone. Yeah. And I just, didn't know if that would be the right thing for me. So, and I thought it would be great to combine studying and um, playing volleyball in the US because then I could see, oh, how much can I improve? This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery powered, eco friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new house plants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth. <laughs> 
right but also not waste time yeah um and learn english <laughs> now when when like when kids are going when they're in high school and they're trying to go to college on like a, a college scholarship for sports it's oftentimes very difficult to get it's not an easy thing to obtain how did how did you manage to do that without go without playing in high school yeah so you know of course i played in the club um but then i contacted an agency which also helped you know the girl that was going that already went to the us for my club real quick how did how long did you play in the club um so for um for almost like 12 years oh wow <laughs> so, okay so you had experience you weren't just somebody who just randomly started playing volleyball and got no, a scholarship no no, <laughs> <laughs> no i played for 12 years of course I knew that I had a lot to catch up still because I wasn't used to practicing every day. Mm. I never had that. So that's something, you know, I feel like students here are used to, to always practice, right? Yeah, kind of. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I think it depends. Yeah, you don't, in the, I mean, I think high school teams. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I think it depends on how dedicated the kids are. Okay. Because I I remember going to school, like some kids would train and, and then, they'd just go home and 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 then like some kids would skip practice and you know whatnot okay you know, but it just depends on how dedicated you are okay well just because so i went to madonna university in here in michigan um yeah just because of i thought okay because we all practice every day so i thought that was like the common thing to do in high school as well this is a really dumb question you said you went to madonna university yeah is it was it started by Madonna? It wasn't started by Madonna, right? No, it's Was because of the, it's a Catholic school. So it's oh, okay. Um, it shows you how much I know. <laughs> religious <laughs> reasons, but. Um, Are you Catholic? No, I'm actually not uh, religious. Oh, it's not that okay. I don't believe in anything. You know, I, I'm very like open to what any, anybody believes in. It's just that I didn't grow up with it. Mm. Um, yeah. It's what what's the uh common religion over in Germany? Yeah, Christian. Christian. Christian yeah. And that so. that pertains of like Catholicism and like Christianity Even, like Yes. Yeah. Um and I also think that had in my family it has also to do with the past because you know my great grandma like they all believed in God but they just couldn't believe anymore once all the men died because of the war so Mm. um that's why it didn't continue in my family (laughs) which is kind of deep now but (laughs) 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 Um, yeah so now when you were getting ready to come over to the united states how did your family feel about that were they upset were they supportive what what were their thoughts no they were very supportive i think they always knew because you know i always wanted to go abroad so they knew i think that it would come you know okay something they wanted to stop me um because you know of course i think they were always hoping okay after four years she'll be back yeah um, yeah which i'm not yet <laughs> <laughs> but um you know that was the kind of reason but because you ask how people get a scholarship you know that are foreigners so we use agencies who like help us with a highlight video and then they send videos out to coaches in mm. the u.s and like establish the connection I just wanted to answer that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for going back. I actually forgot that I asked that, and I'm sure the listeners are probably like, if, "You freaking idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Um, so your parents were definitely okay with you coming here. Mm-hmm. Were they like scared, nervous, and any of that? Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they were because I I don't have any siblings, so I think so. You're the only child. Yeah. Wow. So my family's like very small, so I'm sure that they worried and still worry. But I think it kind of helped as well because, you know, once I was here, like. My mom, it doesn't help if she texts me, you know, like she cannot control like, oh, am, am I home yet? You know, like it's right. Um, I think it took off worries from her because yeah. she couldn't control it. Like, <laughs> you know, she like, had to kind of learn to let go. Yeah. Um, now, as far as like uh, being abroad and having some of the technology that we have, it's got to be easier to stay connected and keep yeah. in, in touch. Right. Because I could imagine probably even like 10 years ago, it would have been a little bit more difficult for parents to send their kids to the United States or vice versa. Yeah. Like you, you don't have FaceTime, you don't have Facebook. I mean, I guess you might've had Facebook, but the the capabilities of it were kind of limited. For sure. So that definitely makes things easier. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what did you study when you came to Madonna University? I studied journalism and I did a minor in broadcast and cinema arts because... You know, I always had the dream of becoming um, a news anchor or, you know, now I'm a reporter, which is, you know, very close. So that's where did that dream come from? It's crazy. So I, I always thought you just want to be in front of a camera, didn't you? Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I always, I always thought a lot about, okay, what, what should I become? I think I was always really like overthinking <laughs> basically <laughs> um so i was always wondering like what would be the right path for me and i always loved writing i always loved writing stories when i was younger so you know first i thought maybe i should be an author you know something like this but then when i visited a radio channel in my hometown like it was a career day kind of thing that was really that was in eighth grade when i was 13 mm. and i thought that was so cool like i don't know the, the whole environment you know, you work in an office, but you also go outside to um, ask people questions, you know, mm-hmm. interview people, you use your voice, you also edit, um, and in radio, you only edit audio, but like it's, that was still like, you know, such a variety of tasks that I think I thought journalism would be the perfect path for me because, you know, I'm interested in people, I'm interested, I like listening to other people. So yeah, that's how it developed. And since then I stuck like with that i think that's pretty cool because um you and i kind of do the same thing and uh we've talked about that before and like for me i enjoy doing the podcast because i get to help other people i get to talk to interesting people like yourself um but i also get to help other people share their stories and like whatever they want to talk about i'm offering a platform for them to discuss and you're kind of doing the same thing correct yeah and i think that's so nice because you actually feel like you're doing something meaningful right yeah like i always feel like when I report on something, I always think that will help the person or that will help listeners to understand more about something or, you know, even help them with a the problem directly if we, you know, if we are talking about a person that is dealing with the same problem. Or like bring awareness to something that might be considered like what what would be like a social issue or yeah. like just help, help other people, like a, maybe a business, talk about whatever they're promoting. Yeah, and I, yeah. I really like that and... You know, it's crazy. Every story turns out to be interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think you can find 
I think you can find interesting things in, in everybody. Yeah. Like I've had people message me and be like, I, I would do the podcast, but I have nothing to talk about. I'm like, yeah, you do. Like <laughs> we can just sit here and we can just bounce ideas back and forth. And I guarantee you, we could have a good conversation. Yeah, no, I think that's true. And you know, a lot of times the interviews or conversations lead to like way more than you had a mind before. Right. Yeah. 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 I might learn so much about somebody just sitting here for an hour talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do you see yourself ever doing radio, like a radio thing? You know, I, after I went, was there for the this career day, um, like around two years later, like I was hosting a radio show there oh, with wow. other teenagers. So that was super oh, cool. nice that they gave us the platform, you know, because like probably mostly adults were listening because <laughs> you know teenagers don't listen to the radio that much right but um that was just a, a really cool experience and then it felt for me it felt a little bit like okay radio isn't a challenge that mm. much mm. because i've already kind of achieved it of course there's like opportunity to grow and you know um things like that but i felt like tv would be the right thing and i liked anchoring a lot now, as far as like the media news, do you, has it, because this is the thing with, um, with like technology and the way things have kind of transformed over the years, everything kind of takes on a new form, a new way of, they like discover a new way of doing things. Has that been something you've witnessed since you've worked in that, in that realm where like maybe they do things differently than they had maybe in the past? Oh. <laughs> Because like with the with the like like the invent invent with the how do you say that Invitation. invitation yeah. yeah whatever um of like the internet and the way like maybe like podcasts are done or like the um like online media yeah have they taken a different turn and do th do they do things differently because not many people are I mean a lot of people still watch TV but it's real limited because like for me I don't have television. Yeah, so uh, what I think, I mean, of course, you know, I didn't work in the past. I felt really. like that was a really long roundabout way to ask a question. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine, but I really understand what you're coming from. And I think that's, like, I think the TV channels and also newspapers always need to think about ways to reinvent themselves. Thank you. Like, good, good way to Yeah, no, because they, like, they need to, you know, I feel like some newspapers will create a, maybe a podcast or they will create an online newsletter or something. Mm-hmm. And for us, for example, Fox 47, you can also watch it on Roku. So there's oh, an app, cool. you know, so and there's an app for the phone as well. You know, like there are things like that. I think that TV yeah. channels need to keep up with yeah. to stay, especially because the target group are younger people as well, because we, like to survive, the channel needs to like right. keep kind of drawing the younger population. Like, yeah, because the only people really watching television are like people who are kind of older but the people who like i guess like for myself like i'm i'm a younger guy but i'm also like kind of like i'm almost 30 so um i like to like read the news and i like to get it real quick like yeah. i don't want to sit in front of the tv at a certain time and like see what's going to be on the five o'clock news i want to just be able to be like what's going on <laughs> you know yeah. whenever throughout the day because i'm a busy person so, so yeah so yeah i think for that it would be good you know if the tv channel ensures a good social media presence and yeah because if not you already have the you already have the news on your phone from social media like why are you going to you know watch the same thing then on tv right right um so yeah i think that's definitely something that 
I think that Fox 47 is trying to do also, like, they send push messages to the phone if you have the app. Okay. But um, I think social media could definitely improve because, um, you know, that's something that our generation, I think, looks at. Yeah, absolutely. Even, even though we know, okay, social media is not the place to get our news, <laughs> right? But well, I think news outlets... Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I, I interrupted you, so... No, no, I, I just think <laughs> news outlets could use social media yeah. like, for them. The way I look at social media, um, is it's a tool. You know, like, for me, like, I do the podcast, so I use it as a tool to, like, promote and for other people to see my content. Um, and I think a lot of, like, Fox 47, all the other news organizations do the kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was just curious to know how they were using using some of the newer things to to i guess not necessarily promote but like to like get their information out there so yeah i mean something they really think is important um at least for us is to like they kind of want the reporters to also engage on social media because then you know if we share our stories maybe you know people that watch us specifically get more interest in watching the news so it's important for you know the people you see on tv to also engage now I want to get to this, but I kind of want to go back a little bit. <clears throat> I want to go back to when you first came to the United States. Mm -hmm. We're kind of like bouncing ahead <laughs> to you working at Fox 47. But when you came to the United States, what was that like for the first time when you were getting on the plane, you were landing? Were you yeah. scared? Were you nervous? What kind of barriers did you have to kind of overcome yeah. first coming to the United States as a German citizen? Yeah, of course, it was crazy the feeling you know to be on the plane for like 10 hours and <laughs> think oh my god i don't even know what to expect you know like you yeah. have a lot of like i had a lot of ideas like you know of the team like i thought okay it would probably be very welcoming what it was you know but like i had like a lot of things in mind but like i didn't know i never visited madonna before you know so i didn't know really what to expect and then my coaches picked me up from the airport and my roommate and you know i've never met her before either or all of them I have never met in person. So that was a, you know, very interesting experience. <laughs> and, um, of course, I was shy and um, my English wasn't that good, you know. So that was, English was definitely a big challenge because even though our education in Germany is um, good, like, and some can speak better than others, like I was definitely, you know, I was never that big of a fan of our English classes because I was always like hesitant to talk in front of the class. So that was something that I think is a reason why my English wasn't that good, you know? Mm. Because yeah. understanding it and listening to it is different than speaking. Right. Um, so, you know, when then the volleyball team would talk, they would just say all the things, like, you know, back and forth. And um, when I was, like, preparing my sentence to say, like, once I was done with that, like, it was already over. The, con <laughs> the conversation was already over, so... That was like a big challenge because I felt like I couldn't show myself the way I was. And, you know, I thought that was, was very difficult to make friends because, you know, I couldn't yeah. be funny. Like I couldn't say right. anything I was thinking. I always needed to think about right. a clear sentence. Yeah, that would be very difficult. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, yeah, I couldn't imagine that at all. That'd be very difficult yeah. and frustrating, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean... The classes were fine, you know, that was kind of like, because it's more listening and yeah. <laughs> writing. Um, so how did you get good at it? Did you listen to like audiobooks or podcasts? So 
because I'm, I'm sorry because like now like sitting here talking to you you you're you're not like five 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 uh statements behind you're you're able <laughs> yeah. to keep up with the conversation just fine yeah definitely um, takes time but it just comes like it's not um it's not some like i don't need to like i mean it depends on the level of english like some you can also if you come as a foreigner and your english isn't good enough to take classes you can you need to take english classes first so like there's this option to also have english classes that mm-hmm. will help you here but um overall it just comes with talking to people you know taking classes helps because then at least you always learn the right grammar mm. Yeah. Um. And like, get more vocabulary, but it's really just you listen to it. It's like, I mean, if you, if a child learns a language, is also just like exposed, right, <laughs> to, to um, what everybody's saying. Um. But of course, I've, then I was always watching everything in English as well because, um, there wasn't any like reason for me not to watch the things in English. And first, I watched the things with subtitles, I like here, um, yeah, subtitles, but. Also in English. Yeah. Um, and then I actually worked on Starbucks on campus because I wanted to like force myself to speak to other people because you know it's uncomfortable. You you're not yeah. sure, you worry. <laughs> so I love that you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to make yourself better. Yeah, a lot of people I don't do, do that. that. <laughs> I think that's the reason why I came to the US too. Well you kind of I mean, being in the position you're in, you kind of had to do that because you had no other choice, right? You're stuck here in the United States. If you need to communicate with anybody, you got to get better. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can get better, like, just by talking to other people. You don't necessarily need to put yourself in an uncomfortable <laughs> situation. But I think it was good for me. I think it's good for everybody to be uncomfortable. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. So... So then you, when did you start start working for Fox 47? Uh, only um, like five months ago. Wow. So, so you're a new hire. Yeah. So I, you know, I graduated in May of 2021. And yeah, at first I started working for a video production company because it was very hard to find a job. Mm. Um, Where was that at? In Detroit. Okay. So... It was nice too. Like we filmed all like the operas of the Detroit Opera House. That was awesome. Well, um, what kind of operas operas did you see? Do you remember like the names of them? Um, yes, it was. So one was uh, Blue. That was awesome. That was at the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. Wow. And then um, Bliss was actually in like a the old opera house, which was is kind of like a, a garage. And um, that was a crazy experience because it was 12 hours long. So we had to (laughs) coordinate, you know, the people because um, they wanted us to film the whole thing. And you had to take like shifts. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so tiring. Wow. Now in Germany, do you guys have operas? Is that a thing over there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I have never been to an opera before. I've worked Mm. for the video production company, you know. Yeah. But um, we definitely have operas. Yeah. Have you seen any like famous operas, like, like as far as like like the Phantom of the Opera? No. No. Have you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the Wharton Center and seen it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool because, um, at the Wharton Center it was a it's a Broadway, so they had the set, and at, there's a scene if you watch the Phantom of the Opera, he's like walking down these stairs or maybe up these stairs but it's kind of like it's round and it was so interesting to see at the Warren center because 
it like the whole thing turned yeah. as he's walking. Yeah, and it looked like you were watching a movie. So nice. And then there's like a another scene in the opera that or the Phantom of the Opera that um a chandelier falls. And when it falls, they actually did it at the Wharton Center and they did it like right above the crowd. Oh wow. It was pretty That's crazy. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's nice that they can do like those effects there. Like um they also show a lot of musicals, right? I like I really like yeah. musicals. Yeah. What's your favorite mm. musical? The Lion King. Have you heard is of that it? Con- yeah, is that considered a musical? Oh, you, the musical, The Lion King. Yeah, I mean, I okay. love The Lion King no matter what. <laughs> but <laughs> Who doesn't love The Lion King? I don't know, yeah. I, don't. I mean, there are some people that are not a big fan of it, which is crazy Why wouldn't me. you be a big fan of The Lion King? What's I wrong, don't know. What's wrong with The Lion King? Yeah, I love, I love The Lion King. Anybody who doesn't like The Lion King, I don't know if I can trust them. Yeah, no. They, they I'm don't standing behind them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and I actually watched it on Broadway in New York. That was so awesome. Wow. So when you first came to the United States, where did you go? Did you go sightseeing across the country? No, like, um, so I've been to the U.S. before to for vacation. Oh. Um, oh. And like we came to go to Florida. And one time I had I went for like a two week exchange, you know, but like it, I didn't mention it before because it's, you know, only two weeks. But that was like with um, where I was like for a few days at a high school here. Um, that was in South Dakota and Sioux Falls. Oh, wow. And there we went to travel to Mount Rushmore and to the Mall of America and That's cool. <laughs> things like that. And it's always nice to come here to go shopping, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and then of course when I was studying, I didn't have that much time to travel. So I traveled, you know, to New York and Chicago. Um, and then a year ago, actually, I did a road trip on the West Coast. Mm. So, but that was, you know, after my studies. That is very cool. That's actually something I haven't done yet and I want to. I want to do a road trip across country. I think oh it'd be a lot God, of fun. Yes. Um, coming to America to sightsee, like how was that? That's super nice. I mean, you can, there are so many places to go to. It's like hard to decide, you know, yeah. because you pay. I'm sure it's like for Americans going to Europe, they're like probably like, oh, I have to visit every country, you know. And because it's kind of close to each, the countries are so close to each other, right? They're smaller, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's easier. But coming here, you kind of have to, d- because, sorry, because when you go to Europe, you are kind of like, okay, I'm spending this much money on a flight. So mm. I want to see as much as possible, right? Right. But when you come here, you kind of have to decide like, okay, am I going to on vacation to New York, you know, or to LA? Like right. it's hard to combine things. Yeah. I think it's difficult for Americans to plan a vacation. Whenever I w- whenever I want to go somewhere, I'm like, okay, where am I going to go, and what am I going to do? Because like obviously you're limited by geogra- like geography. Like you can't just travel from New York to LA unless you're flying. And yeah. I mean, I guess you could drive, but it would take a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, and driving here is way more common than in Germany as well. Is it? Yeah. Have you ever been on the autobahn? Yeah. So you yeah. know what? I think a lot of people like confuse that but like <laughs> <laughs> autobahn is technically the translation of highway um, so all our highways are that's what it, all the highways are called yes so what's but the highway that's where you can go as fast as you want so there are a lot of or like multiple parts on the highway um where they know that there's not a lot of traffic so there's a sign that is like oh unlimited speed wow. you know but it's not like you go on a specific I-96 right. and 
There's a lot of traffic and it's unlimited. And it's a racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like that, but it's it's funny that, you know, you guys, I think, think it's cool, but for us, it's not like, whoa. No? You know? Do mm. people typically, when do they travel fast in, the, in those so. zones? I think, yes, yeah. Do you have a um, driver's license in Germany? I got my driver's license um, right before I came, so, you know, I didn't get a car or anything, oh, okay. so, like... My parents had a car, but I I didn't really drive in Germany before I came here. You know, uh, I was gonna um, ask you if you were hot rodding your car in Germany. No, no. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, so because for us things are very close to each other. Like if we go to the Baltic Sea, it's like you know from Berlin, it's like four hours or three mm. hours, and like that's you know then we already like pa like. We travel through half the country, basically, you know, whereas here you go three hours, you're still in Michigan. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks when you're on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. Although you always know when you're in Michigan, because, like, I, I don't know how how often you've gone out of the state, but when you're coming out of Ohio or Indiana and you cross that border, the roads are, like, it's Bad. like, it's, yeah, it's like you're driving down back roads. <laughs> <laughs> But like why, we're in is that? why is it like I that? I don't know. I just did a story about potholes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just it's kind of crazy that it's Michigan is so. I don't get it. I don't know if they don't allocate enough money to the roads, or what. But I mean, they're terrible. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have that problem in Germany? Roads are bad. No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Like, I've never, you know, because here when I drive, I constantly think, "Oh my god." <laughs> another part of all, like <laughs> yeah, i need to like dodge like, watch you know now you had mentioned when you came to the united states for vacation you went to the mall of america mm -hmm. uh, and you said you loved shopping mm -hmm. is that something you can do a lot of in germany do, is there malls i'm sure there's yes. malls there but are there the thing is like in the united states there's i mean here in lansing alone there's three different malls is yeah. it something that's pretty common in germany where there's malls everywhere no, I think in Germany you have more like a mall in a, s in, I mean in like smaller sized cities you have like one mall. You know mm. you don't have like multiple malls. I would say, but it's just what's different is that here you a lot of times, first of all the brands are usually cheaper cheaper here. Um, really. So like Nike and yeah, it's more expensive in Germany and also if you like, if you, like um. Sorry, like think about like the exchange of the dollar to euro. Right. Then it's kind of more um, uh, cheaper for us to go and buy stuff here, but um, it's just like different because you have a lot of outlets, and in Germany we don't have a lot of outlets, so that's also something that's different. In Germany, it's more like H and M, Zara. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's not that brand like not a lot of like here you go to more and there's one one brand after the other mm, yeah yeah it's like just one or like adidas nike right um i don't know um gucci <laughs> you wear gucci no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anybody that wears gucci i don't know either uh, i don't know it's like one of those brands if you buy like i don't know it's just you gotta be a specific kind of person right yeah, I, but with brands, uh, some brands, I always feel like I would show off, you know. <laughs> so, so I don't. I feel like Gucci is like a show off brand. Like you're wearing Gucci. Yeah, or Louis Vuitton. Yeah. 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 But yeah, don't do that. 
<laughs> no, I mean it's, it's, no, but I mean it looks good. So if anybody's listening that likes to wear it, it's no, nice if to wear. It. If you do it, go ahead. I might judge you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't. I don't care. And that's something uh, that's very nice about the U.S. that people don't judge each other that much. Are you serious? Like I think that people don't. It, what do you think? I I, I think, think people are very judgmental. Really? But like, oh yeah. Because in Germany, I would never be brave enough to go to the supermarket in um, pajamas. Mm. And here people do that in school, you know? Like. Well, I think people do judge because of that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's kind of a like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to disparage anybody who does do that. However, I think that it doesn't, it's not very... I don't know. Like it's, I want to. I don't want to say modest, but it's not like something that I. It's not something I would do for one. For two, I just don't think it's. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, and it's. Dead. I don't want to say trashy, but no. it's it's not. It's something that I don't. I don't know. For, for me, like when whenever I was raised, like when whenever you go out of the house, you wear nice clothes. Like you you want to look nice, and for me, pajamas is kind of one of those things that like you throw on when you're lounging around the house. And then, you know. Yeah, you shouldn't like, wear it outside. <laughs> I should wear pajamas outside? No, no, like you shouldn't wear it outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it was funny because the other day I went to the movie theater and nobody was wearing like jeans, you know. Like, <laughs> everybody was wearing like leggings or, yeah, you know. Um, well, I mean, see, the thing is like for me, uh, when I go to work every day, I wear sweatpants. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm working online and uh, I mean, they're like Adidas and, you know, they're they're like, I guess like. I guess exercise pants, but yeah. they're not pajama pants. Yes. <laughs> they don't have like characters and stuff all <laughs> over Yeah, them. like those Christmas outfits. Yeah. yeah. I do have a pair of those. My daughter, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. So we, my wife bought um, us, she bought everybody matching pajamas for Christmas oh. and, you know, matching pants and then mm -hmm. like a white t-shirt. That's very well, American. It is very American. <laughs> and, uh, so she bought this and, but for me, she had to buy women's pants because they didn't have it in the men's size. And so my daughter has not let me forget that. No. Yeah. She makes fun of me. Ha ha. You got on women's pants. You got <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, I shut mean... You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> no, yeah, no. As long as it fits. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I rock them. I rock them around the house. They're comfortable. No, that's nice. And I like those like traditions here of, um, like taking family pictures, you know, with matching outfits. I think it was very cute. I, I don't know. It's not very common in Germany. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. We don't really. No, we don't really send Christmas cards. Or oh. And yeah, all those family. You know, sometimes families do do a photo shooting, but yeah. So traditions there are kind of kind of different. Why Why do you think that is? I don't know. That's. But like, it sounds like real boring, right? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I think it's not, I think it's different. I I think of us Americans as being like like different than the rest of the world because we like to like accentuate everything. We like to make like Christmas like the biggest deal possible. And for some other countries, it's not necessarily a huge deal. It's just another day, and we might celebrate it a little bit. But like here in America, like you gotta like buy hundreds of presents you know you gotta have like a stack of presents for your kids and yeah that that's true that i think maybe that um all events and everything's kind of bigger here like yeah. everything that's being done and stuff but do you think it's a good thing like when you because i feel like you can look at things from a more nuanced perspective 
like you know how it is in Germany and you see how like people in Germany react to things like that. And then you see how people react to things like that here in the United States. Yeah. Do you notice like a, a good and bad to that? Mm, like what I, I just think like with the high school spirit and the sports and, you know, and then even like holidays and stuff like the 4th of July, like that's, it's nice. Like why not have fun with mm. on a day like that? You know, why? Why not, why not make it a big deal? Yeah, why not? That makes sense. Like, have nice experiences and you know make prom a big thing. Like we don't have we have, you know, we have one prom. Like we don't have homecoming or mm. like, you know, all yeah. these dances <laughs> in, yeah. in between. But like, why not do something nice for the kids? Like I think that's something really awesome about the U.S. Um, you know, as long as it's not like. As long as people are not judged that don't like it, you know, I feel like, you know, if somebody don't feel, doesn't feel comfortable with something, you know, like prom or, you know, I don't know. But, like, I, I don't see anything negative about it. No. No. Um, I think the only thing for me, like, the only problem I see with it, like, here in the United States is that you always got to do things bigger and better. Okay. So, like, every yeah. year, like, okay, I did a big last year's this this year i gotta make it even bigger or even better okay. i gotta buy that better present or okay. you know like buy better fireworks or whatever it is okay well maybe the the money problem or like that would be maybe would, an issue because i wouldn't say money necessarily i would just say that like we gotta like set the expectations even higher yeah but i mean that it would also be nice being happy with three presents and not right, ten right like yeah this kind of mentality yeah Maybe that's a little bit different, but I th I feel like that really just depends on the family as well, right? And I think Probably. it, de yes, it depends on the family. And I also think that here in America, we have a different perspective of like belongings and like, um, like material items, right? Like how are they in Germany with that? Are they materialistic? Because we we're pretty materialistic here. Gotcha. We always have to have bigger TVs, better TVs, new cars, like better clothes. Sure. Um, better phones that's a big thing phones everybody has to have the newest phone or the newest laptop wow. or newest yeah. tablet are they like and that in germany and i think actually th things like this also get released here earlier you know we are mm. always a little bit behind oh, in europe okay. i think we always get it a little bit later if it's from a company in the u.s yeah but and for us also like the newest iphone is then super expensive you know so like What's I, what's super expensive? Because I think they're super expensive here. No, I also think they're <laughs> super expensive, but like they e are even more expensive. Like even without the difference between the dollar and the euro, even if it would be the same, it would still be more expensive and for us. Mm. And like two hundred bucks more or something, you know? Like I just think, yeah. or I don't know. And also, a lot of people in Germany use like Samsung or you know, oh. like. What do you have? You have an Apple phone. Yeah, so um you're on team Apple. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and here it's like nobody has a different phone almost, right? Most I people. I know a lot of people that have Samsung's. Really? Yeah, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> when anytime I text them and it turns green, I'm like I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um yeah, no, but that's a difference. Um I already forgot your question. <laughs> I was talking about the material materialism. Oh. Like, are they as materialistic in Germany or in Europe as the United States? Because, I mean, the thing is, we always have to have the biggest, baddest thing, it seems. Mm, I mean, with cars and stuff, I don't think so. No? Because, no, I, but 
it's hard to judge. I don't know. And I just think that Germans are more judgmental. So like, it matters how you look. You you know, like even if you go to the supermarket or to the movie theater, like you dress up for the movie theater. And like a suit and tie. No, no, <laughs> but like like nice clothes, like yes. jeans and a nice shirt or something. Yes. Which is you know super different. Yeah, that is but, different. But I guess it sets a tone and like a, a sets a standard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. if you kind of people have expectations of you, but then at the same time, you should be able to just do whatever you want. Yeah. So that's what I think is nice about the U.S. because, um, of course, nobody should go to job interview in pajamas. You know? Why not? But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if, what if you, you work know, from home? You could wear pajama pants, and have it like a tie on on, on the top. <laughs> yeah. But are you going to show your boss at the interview? <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's a Skype or like a Zoom interview. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but um, <laughs> that's something that I would like to see in Germany, that people just let other people be, you know. Yeah, they're more accepting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, there are also good things about Germany. I feel like I'm a little bit negative. For no, it. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's negative. I just think that, I think obviously like, here in America, we have a a certain narrative of like the way we are, and you know, and then we kind of just assume that maybe the rest of the world's the same way, but they're not. I mean, they it's it's interesting to hear. I think yeah. different standards and whatnot. Yeah. And every country, I think, has their own traditions and things that are different. Yeah. yeah. Now, I feel like we went on a huge rabbit trail. <laughs> <laughs> about the difference about just random things <laughs> yeah um how is it working for fox 47 do you like it is it yes. i know that you you came here to study that yeah yeah so yeah it was always my dream and like to be honest you know i didn't think like i didn't come to the u.s thinking okay i will um stay here and get a job on tv <laughs> like i thought even if i go back to germany that would probably take a few years because usually people that you see on the news in germany are not that young you know like I just think it takes a long time and it's kind of like one of those things that like just older people are in and it's hard to get, get in involved in that realm in that, in that career. I just, yeah, I just think it's very competitive. So, you know, you need a lot of experience. I think I thought writing, you know, like behind the scenes basically. Um, But like I came here to study to like distinguish myself, you know, from other journalism students in Germany. So I could, you know, maybe have higher job chances when I come back. Is it something that's looked highly upon if you come to the United States to study that and you get experience here? So that's what I hope because, of course, I don't know if that's actually then going to be the case. So I think now work experience would definitely help as well. Yeah. You know, but also now I really like working here. So that's like the, you know, the, I really like it. Now, working here um what's your goals like as far as working here in the united states i mean obviously you are you could go back to germany at any point in time um but if you stay here what do you plan on accomplishing what are some of your goals yeah so i and, definitely and, i'm sorry and what do you feel like you could bring to the table for as, <laughs> as a like a news reporter and then maybe possibly as an anchor yeah so i um i really would like to first day with the channel to improve because I really think that there's a lot that I can improve, you know, and like get experience because, you know, like I'm sure I'm more tense in front of the camera than people with um, 
even three years of experience, you know. Mm. So I really want to um, get the chance to grow. And it would be awesome, of course, to then also work for um, maybe a different channel in the future. And I think a lot of, you know, people want to grow market-wise. Yeah. Um, but I think Fox 47 is a great channel to be and to get opportunities. Um, and yeah, I really think it's crazy like that they already gave me the chance to anchor the morning headlines. So, you know, I already anchor some a little bit. That's um, cool. Which is like super nice as well. But I really like reporting because as an anchor, you don't really get to talk to people. You, as an anchor, you just basically you're kinda, read. You're <laughs> kind of doing like the field work a little bit. Like you get to go out and explore and yeah, talk and to like, different people, interesting people. Yeah. And as a reporter, I need to find the stories and like I need to have ideas and write the script. Like that's like all the activities, like all the variety of activities that I like, you know. Yeah. Um, and edit and speak. So now when you're when you find a story to report on mm-hmm. and you um you're writing the script, how do you know what narrative you need to portray? Like what is your what is your intent, your goals as far as like getting a story out there? Yeah, that's a good question. So um of course if something let's say something happens like um uh let's say somebody wins wins the marathon okay mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah then you know of course it will i think about okay who could i interview like i'll interview the person that won maybe um like a family member who could say something or a friend or a fan you know mm-hmm. um because that would be a positive story um you know there's nothing controversial that where mm-hmm. you know of course if it's like a difficult topic um where you have op- like opposing opinions it's important to include both sides, you know, and like try to, you know, find the person or if somebody says, um, oh, like, you know, a lot of people also send us messages or like emails asking us to help with certain things and like we cannot help with anything and, uh, sorry, with everything. Yeah. <laughs> we no, cannot fine. help with anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're completely useless. <laughs> no, we cannot help with everything, but let's it, say. It would be impossible to. Yeah, and, like, sometimes, you know, if a person says, okay, I shouldn't, I'm getting, going to be kicked out of my apartment. Like, it's not on us to decide if that's right, you know? Right. So, like, it's hard to, like, help everybody with that issue, for example. But let's say we do a story about that, then it would be important to also talk to the the guy that's... um, Kicking him out. Yeah, to see what their side of the story is, you know? Like, it is important. And, like, there's no narrative that I think, you know, I'm going to... I'm not going to be like, like if it turns out that the, that it's wrong that mm-hmm. he's kicking them out, then of course it would be like the start would probably be like, oh, um, this person is suffering now; they are being kicked out. You know, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's important because I know exactly what you mean. Okay, um, <laughs> you you come at it at, from a, a neutral standpoint. Yeah, you get to uh, you hear the the one the per, the opposing, and then you hear the the counter argument. Yeah. And then you find a story in between. You kind of just tell both st- both sides. Yeah, and like without any like judgment, I think that's very important. Of course, you know if we if it's a story about a marathoner that wins the marathon, then you know of course it can be like, wow, that's cool. You know, I can say that I think that's great too. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that's awesome, and it's not bad to show that 
but but as far as keeping opinions out of like a controversial subject then yeah. you're not you can't really state an opinion it's no it's pretty pretty neutral yes i think that's really important especially in today's day and age with the way like me like some of the media has gone like there's obviously some discourse in between like parties and like like obviously like fox news and cnn like there's certain people that watch Fox News because of like a certain narrative. And then there's other people that watch CNN because it fits their narrative. And then they they feel like the people who watch that are the enemy and people who watch that are the enemy. Yeah. And I think when you have a media source that's kind of neutral, it, it's important because it kind of just just gives you the news. It's yeah. you're not really focused on a certain narrative. Yeah. And I think that's why local news are very good, you know, because they are like all the news produce uh all the reporters um are reporting on local topics you know it's not um you know there is not this i think that makes a difference yeah yeah i feel like it's more important to get the local news in the than what's going on in in the white house necessarily i mean i, mean, I, I think I it's like, a, i think it's important like, to know what's going on but <laughs> i i think sometimes you can get too wrapped up in what is going on that you kind of forget about what's going on in your own community yeah, I mean, I like really like the community system, but like I also think it's important like to know what's going on even like in Europe, you know. So I think that's yeah. also important. But I like that we can also address issues, for example, but on a local level. Mm. So yeah, you know, like if there's some like, for example, um, the rising gas prices <laughs> or something like that, um, you know, we can talk to an uber driver or like somebody in the here that has this pro like is dealing with that problem you know right somebody affects directly yes and yeah. um tell a story about somebody that our viewers might know yeah you know yeah yeah i think it's important um now you mentioned you you like to focus on news that's going on in europe how do you get that news do you just like look do you have it on an app is there like specific like a specific news site that you you follow no, yeah, I like to watch um, some like German news outlets, you know, and also um, BBC from um, the UK. So you know, I like to um, look at different news outlets, and even like you know, the New York Times and mm -hmm. outlets like that also have a lot of international news. And I like that we also have some like you know, in the morning we also address Ukraine and um, what's going on there right now. So I think that's very good yeah. that's one thing i wanted to ask you but before i ask that um what was i gonna ask before that <laughs> um what i was gonna ask was that um oh yeah so your perspective from uh from like being a, a reporter and paying attention to what's going on like in germany and their news sources and then you see like the way we report things are they different do you find like maybe there's like this like 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 let's say like a a German um or even like a European news source uh reports something that's going on in the United States and then the United States reports it are are they pretty much the same or are they different because I I've heard some things how <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to watch different news outlets you know mm -hmm. like also maybe from a country that isn't involved in okay. something like if you yeah um listen to the um to the BBC for example I think that's good you know if it's something about germany to see like how they are talking about it and not how germany is talking about it sometimes right. i think i think that's helpful to you know see all of that like to have maybe like 
get other points of a s story, you know? Yeah. So I do think that's um, helpful. And in the way the news are, I would say that Germans are more, like, you know, a little bit more monotone in the news. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um so it's a little bit different, the newscast, yeah. So, so when you're listening to the news, you're listening strictly to get the news. You're not listening because you want entertainment. Because that's the thing, like, with, like, Fox News and CNN, they're not even really news. Like, it's not really, like, news sources. They're It's more of entertainment. The way they report it, like, it's they're putting on a production. I mean, they also, those bigger outlets, they also have an opinion section mm, that yeah. local outlets don't have. So they, yeah. like, have... Um, like they have experts or different parties come on to you know say talk about what they think right but i it's think it's always i think it's always um stated like it, i think it's as far as i know it should be like clear if that's if you're watching something with an opinion yeah or if you're watching the regular news right um because yeah i think it's important not to like to just watch the news to watch the news or not. Yeah. <laughs> I think more people should just do that because then you become aware of what's actually going on and what's important, what's not, instead of focusing on some of the dumb things. Now, my question was um, with this whole Ukraine thing and you obviously having family in Germany and you being so close, having close ties to what, what's going on overseas, how does that affect how's this affecting germany like because yeah. i mean it's affected obviously the united states in so many different aspects as far as like supply chain and um gas prices and all kinds of different things yeah is it like that in germany so yeah so yeah the inflation is really um extreme in germany already like they expect the bread my mom told me they expect the bread to be um 10 euros soon which is like insane because like, now it's like two euro wow like, so like you know like they, things like that like they they're like worried about um inflation and of course about the war itself like they are more worried about than inflation i would hope um <laughs> but no they like all what i think maybe different is like all the news right now in germany are about ukraine like it's really constantly i feel like here we are still like far away so i think it's easier to be like okay it doesn't affect us because you know the chance that it's going to the war is going to be here you mm. know is lower yeah but in Germany, they are scared. I don't know, because I was really worried at first. But I think, like, I think that is an, an aspect to it that, you know, we're so far away from it that it doesn't really affect us. Mm -hmm. But I think at the same time, we are concerned about it. But the thing is, like, with the media, it's, like, so fast-paced. Like, you know, it's constantly a new story, constantly a new story. And it's, like, eventually Ukraine just becomes this other thing. Like, that's this other event that's going on. It's not really necessarily reported on as much. Yeah, I think it's important to keep talking about it. Yeah. And, like, but, you know, because you ask if it's how people think about in Germany, yeah. like, it's very present, like, every day. And we have, in Germany, we have a lot of um, refugees. So, you know, coming from mm. Ukraine, and yeah. there was, I saw a lot of... Um, things about um, people offering a room in their house, you know, for one or two people, you know, like taking on families. And that's something that I think we haven't seen before. Like this, you know, this really acceptance. like, yeah. And like really supporting this now and like really being like, okay, we need to step up and help these people, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's awesome. I think that that's awesome that they're doing that. 
<clears throat> I couldn't imagine being that close to to Ukraine. Yeah, like I, you very worried. Yeah, I mean, at any point in time, you could be in a war. Yeah, and it's very scary, and it's really like in the big, like in the first week that really like affected me emotionally as well because I. I just couldn't believe, like, seeing the pictures, to me, you know, Kiev could, or, you know, a city like that could ju also just be Berlin, you know? Yeah. Like, it could be us, you know? And I feel like sometimes it's easy for people to be like, oh, it's just some other country. Mm, yeah, it's not happening Some weird either. country, you know? But, like, it's not. It's literally normal people Yeah. that have to deal with war. Yeah. And they never thought that would, or, like... No, it's wrong to say they never thought because they, the war has been going on there for eight years. But of this extreme, you know, they had their normal lives, and yeah, um, now all the families are destroyed because the men needed to stay in the country, and yeah, only the women and children could flee. I think that's one thing, um, like here in the United States, is we don't put that much attention on it because like you said, we're so far removed from it where we feel so safe here. But I couldn't imagine if Lansing was the subject of Russia and they're flying these fighter jets in and they're shooting at apartment buildings with missiles and there's babies and moms and yeah. grandmas and just families that are just being murdered. Yeah, I think it's something that we cannot really imagine, you know? And like, Yeah. Yeah, it's just that we need to like think... Like, I think people need to really think, like, oh, it could be us, you know? Yeah. To kind of have more empathy. Yeah. Um, it, it really could be us. Yeah. Any point in time. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's really sad. I, I really hope that, you know, it does come to an end. But. Yeah. 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 Um, Now, we're, we're, we're an hour in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it would go by fast. Yes, no, yeah. that's crazy. Well, do you feel like you asked everything? Did we talk about everything you think would be interesting? <clears throat> well, I think that you're an interesting person, even though you don't think you are. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> you're before this, you're like, if we don't go an hour, it's okay. <laughs> but um, I, I definitely think I could sit here all day and ask you questions about Germany. That's but nice. it's because I'm naive to what the world, what rest of the world is like. So, um, is there anything else that you want to talk about or? Like, I mean, as far as your work and what you do with Fox 47. Um. Um, you know, I just think it's important for people because I didn't think I would get, like, I don't didn't think I would get a job on camera in my first year after college and especially not in a different country and also not because of my accent. And I think that's something that... You have an accent? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, that's something that people... I want to kind of encourage people to think, okay, anything is possible. Like I can achieve my dreams if I work for it. And if I like believe in myself, because it was hard to come here. It was hard to get the scholarship, you know, because I had to increase my jump height and like, you know, always um, like train for that. And then when I got here, I needed to keep pushing to learn English, to be able to do internships, to be able to do internships off campus, you know, like really work with the company and then to get a job so, like, I think it's important that we, like, work for our dreams and think that it's possible and that an accent should limit us, you know, and um, there are going to be people that say no or that are not going to like it, but, you know, we have to try. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, again, that's one thing we kind of take for granted here in, in the United States is 
you know, we don't have to go to Germany to study and to get a better job. Like, I mean, a lot of the bigger corporations and everything are here in the United States. I mean, other countries are wanting to come to the United States to, you know, to study and go to college and, and get jobs here so that it helps their careers when they go back to Germany or go back to wherever they're, go, they're from, in, you know, the rest of the world. So I think that's one thing that we take advantage of here in the United States, like being a, like an American citizen. We don't necessarily continue our education. We don't continue like learning and trying to be better. I, I mean, you see it all the time with people just kind of get comfortable where they're at and they don't try to become better. They don't put themselves through difficult situations to become better. Mm -hmm. And so I think like when, with you, you know, like you come into the United States and putting yourself in uncomfortable spots, like getting a job at Starbucks because you have to get better at speaking to people and you thought that that would help you. I think that's an, that's an important thing. And I think that it's remarkable that you were able to do that. So, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, I just think it's important that we don't let other people put us down, you know, never let anybody tell you what you're, you're what you're capable of. Cause I mean, as long as you, I'm, I'm a firm believer. If you work hard at anything, no matter what it is, you'll succeed. And it may not be like where you have like that idea of like, this is where I want to be in a year, mm-hmm. but you will at least make progress. You know, like for instance, with the podcast, like, you know, obviously I'm not like a, like a big podcaster, but as long as I'm working, you know, diligently and, you know, daily or, you know, whenever I'm able to do it, I'm going to get further in the process. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not, I'm not necessarily a big podcaster, but I will get better eventually and become a little bit bigger. Yeah, and I think about something else that would help is if we would be confident in our in in the, the like in our dream because you know, it's easy because of course, you know, if I it was a little bit weird if I would be like let's say I'm 15 or let's say I'm in my Madonna journalism class and my English is broken, you know, I cannot speak that well, but I say that I want to become a news presenter or a news anchor, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, it can be, like, weird, right? Or, like, people could judge me, but I need to say it and I need to, like, be confident that this is what I want because then maybe somebody w- will be able to help me in the future or, you know, has advice for me or, you know, but if I don't even talk about my dream because I feel like, oh, no, it's too big, yeah um it cannot come true and the same for you i think if you tell people about your podcast and you're confident about it you know yeah even when starting out like for other people with the podcast you know like if they tell people about it then maybe people will be like oh i would like to be a part of your podcast yeah right yeah absolutely and that i'm i love that you said that because for me personally that's what i experienced because mm-hmm. when i first started the podcast like i've never i've never done this like i never had been in front of a camera. I never talked to anybody. Like I was extremely nervous doing it and I was not comfortable doing it. Um, but you know, as like, as time's gone on, I've gotten better. I've done more and more. Like I, I, I feel, I feel comfortable. Um, but I wasn't comfortable sharing that with other people that I, I knew like maybe at work or whatever. So I, I didn't tell anybody about it. If they found out about it, they just found out about it, but I wasn't comfortable being like, Hey, yeah, I do a podcast. Like that's my hobby. Um, yeah. cause then they'd be like, Oh really? Where at? Can I listen? Like, and then I'd be like, no, I don't, I sound like an idiot. I don't want you to listen to me. But oh. as time's gone on, I've gotten more comfortable because you know, this is what I want to do. Like I want, I, I pour like when I'm not working or I'm not with my family, I'm pouring everything into the podcast, literally everything, constantly thinking about it, always thinking about it. 
it, it's so and i spent hours doing it like after this episode i'll probably spend two to three more hours working on it you know it's like it's like it's 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 a, it, it's a hobby but it's something that I, I pour myself into to try to be better and i think if you're doing that you will and you believe in what you're doing then you can accomplish anything yeah i agree that's it's a great way to end this podcast right it is a great way <laughs> where can people find you yeah on instagram on facebook twitter um really people can really feel free to reach out to me also via email which can be found on the fox 47 news website because i'm always looking for story ideas so and i like telling the story of other people and you know hear more about what they think and maybe issues they see that should be addressed and yeah i like to dig into that so would you recommend that people reach out to you with a story yeah i would love that yeah <laughs> it would definitely help me okay um yeah I okay. would love that. Well, thank you for doing this and thank you for coming to the United States. And, and oh. I mean, cause you, you're, you're a part of our community. You are positive, positively impacting our community by sharing other people's stories. I mean, I can't do it myself. So by myself. So I'm glad that you are a part of a network to, you know, be able to do that. So oh, thank you so much. Yeah, really. absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>